Hi everyone, this is Gina Mastro from Out and Out Vibes. Today, we are going to be interviewing my co-host, Nancy Tercy. Hey Nancy, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Great. You are a psychic medium, and I know that lots of people have questions on what it's like to be a psychic medium. So, can I, you tell us, how old were you when you first realized you had abilities that maybe your other friends didn't? Well, um, for me, you know, everybody says, did you have an imaginary friend or playmate? Um I actually would talk to my grandfather and my earliest recollection, he's always been around me, but when I was two, I actually was talking with him. And when my mom said, who are you talking to? And I told her my grandfather, she was like, nobody's there. But I pointed him out, he died. I think a little bit after I was born or before I was born. So I pointed him out to her in a picture and I said, that's him. And she said, well, he's dead and you just must be imagining him. So she thought it was an, you know, imaginary grandfather I was talking to. So that's my earliest recollection um, well, that's really a young age to remember an experience. Did you have any other things growing up where you discovered abilities? Yes. Actually, one of my friends, Amy, um, we were younger, probably around four or five. And I actually had this children, a child from the other side that would come and visit me. It was a girl periodically and come and play with me and my friend Amy's like who are you talking to and I'm like I'm talking to Elizabeth and she's like Nancy there's nobody there so at an early stage in my life I already had this cognitive development already going on just naturally um, you know clarity for myself already going on with playmates and seeing my grandfather being a small child. So I would, I understood she couldn't see it. And then I understood that made me a little bit different at that moment. Ah, uh, and did your ch- abilities change as you got older? Well, it, they did. They, I honed them in. I actually, you know, you hate to, you hate to hear this, but practice, practice, practice. Yeah. I always had the psychic, I always had the mediumship ability and the psychic ability. So I always used it on a daily basis. So I kind of honed on my own craft by spending, I don't know, 10,000 hours or 25,000 hours or more, you know, since I've been young to hone it. So I've always had the ability, so I just actually enhanced it more, exercised it on a daily basis, and learned to hone it in. Um, A lot of times I would go to libraries, bookstores, read everything I could to get some clarity of what was going on with me. Um, And, you know, there's many, many books out there 
many different philosophies and I actually was able to find out that it's within my family. Oh, that's a question I was actually going to ask you because I've read that psychic ability runs in families. So there are other people in your family who are psychic or were psychic? Yes. Um, On my dad's side, they're actually um, Lithuanian, European, and Viking. So being that part, um, you know, part of Gypsy and Viking that is strong on that side... And then on my mom's side, I actually have Native American, which the woman who I was named after, she had the ability. And I do have ability that does run in my family with some of my relatives also. That's great. Oh, that's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us what exactly is a psychic medium? Are there difference between being a psychic and being a medium? Well... The psychic part, a definition of a psychic, it would be a person who's sensitive to influences here with energies around them. So they're sensitive to the vibrations from other people, past events, or anything supernatural beings, but also it could be in the future. So more psychic is sensitive to energy vibrations. And then a medium is someone who speaks to people who have passed. A medium's in between two worlds. So some psychics will, uh, some mediums will only speak to people who are dead. Or some mediums will also speak to the angelic realm and people who have passed. And also ghosts that are still here. So it just depends on the person's ability. All right. Um... And speaking to your ability, I know that many different people who are sensitive get their information differently. Can you explain to us how you get your information and what ways there are to receive information? Well, yes, I can. Um, You know, being who I am, there are different ways of sensing them. My thing is I'm a medium psychic, so I do both sides. But besides being a medium and talking with people who have passed, I also do the spiritual realm and the ghost realm. So I raise my vibration and lower my vibration depending on what is needed at that time with whoever I'm working with. So that's my ability. And and everybody does have a different ability. Um, Now, you always hear about the Claire's. So... um, are you familiar with the Claire's? I am. Okay. Yes. So maybe some of our listeners aren't. So I'm going to, it's real easy. And I do all the Claire's. Some people might only do one, either psychic ability of one of the Claire's or medium ability of one of the Claire's, or they could do psychic and medium and do a couple or all. For me, I do all. So as a psychic medium, we actually have the clairvoyant, which means they see things. Clairaudient, you hear things. Clairsentient, you get a lot of hunches or gut feelings. Claircognizant is that you get information popping in your head. Empathic, people have the ability to, to feel another person's feelings or emotions. 
And then there's people who have dreams. So, and then you hear about clairvoyance and clairaudience. Um, now with me, I actually get all of them. See it? So what will happen is I actually ex can experience all of that at the same time, depending who I'm talking to on the other side. Sometimes they will send it to me. I will see things, hear things, even write things. Sometimes it's a video. Sometimes it's a photograph, a photo. It all comes different to me. And either when I'm dealing with psychic stuff, it can come that way to me also. For a person who doesn't have your ability, can you explain how it affects you, what you feel when you are receiving information? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so, yes, a lot of people don't understand because I do all of them. When I start kind of like honing more into my gift naturally, I open myself up not to everything around me because I used to do that when I was younger and you would get tired. But what I do is I actually, it's, um, are you, do you know what the gland is on the base of the skull? Um, I can't remember its name right now. What is it? The pineal gland? Oh, yes. Okay. So for me, my information comes that way. And then it connects and I'm right-brained or left-brained. So if someone is more artistic or more engineer, I'll use both sides of my brains at the same time when I'm doing readings. But I also use all five senses at the same time. So depending who I'm reading, who's across from me, who's alive, and wherever I have to go for the person who is dead, I would be getting the same information using the right brain and the left brain. And it could be at the same time. Plus, they're sending me a video or making me feel something empathically or I might be hearing something. So when I do that in that mode, I'm actually feeling that at the same time. And what happens is I am experiencing, it's kind of euphoric feeling when I am like it would be someone who would jump from the first time from a plane having that euphoric feeling of jumping I actually have that euphoric feeling plus I'm you kind of feel like you're drunk so it's that happy medium like you don't care and you're ready to take on anything because you have that euphoric feeling Wow, that's a lot a lot of things hitting your body at once. Does it make you tired afterwards? Um, for me, it doesn't make me tired. It gives me a lot of energy because I do <laughs> because I do all those senses. Um, you know, it gives me that ability to place myself where I need to go, but it also affects me in the sense that it I'm not ready to sleep and I'm not sure when I will get to that. It takes time to come down from that euphoric feeling. And it's very hard to be in the real world when you're doing the psychic for me because I'm doing everything. So sometimes I could be, I wouldn't say aggressive, but I'm in the psychic mode and people don't understand that it's very hard for me 
from using the spirit world and being connected to just do everything else around me. And sometimes, you know, I could be a little brash because I'm in that psychic mode. And if something comes out from me from the world, it's hard for me to experience that or respond because I'm in that psychic mode. It takes time to come down from it. Is there anything that you do to come down from it or do you just need to like walk it off? Um, kind of walk it off. I do it naturally. I usually, for me, everybody does it different, but for my brain to calm down, I, for my gift, I actually need, um, to relax, watch TV protein and not have a lot of people with me because, um, it automatically subconsciously, because I've been doing it for so long, I clear and balance my chakras right away and restore my balance once I'm done reading. Like after time, I just come back naturally. Yeah. Well, you know, all these abilities you've been talking about, clearing your chakras, I know you said that you used to read a lot. Did you do any training or take any classes to help you hone your skills and abilities? Well, like I said, I read a lot of books. Um, You know, I went to a lot of places, Wiccan shops, the library, online. Um, I did go to a James Van Prague seminar. Um... What's the place? Oh, Omega Institute in New York, in Rhinebeck. Have you heard of that? Yes, I have. I hear it's a neat place. It is. I think I went there 2006, 2005. Don't quote me, but around there. And I went to just like a weekend seminar with him just to see how his enhancements and his way of doing stuff intuitively. And that helped me. Um, you know, but I've been doing it since I've been little, but I wanted to see how someone else did it. And actually it did help me. I did meet a lot of people there who helped hone my skill, um, more intuitively, but, um, you know, and I actually took Reiki to learn to balance myself around that time also, and got a couple different certificates Because when you're doing this and all this stuff coming, you know, hunches, things popping in your head, empathic, you get dreams, you hear things, you see things, could be dead, alive, spirit guides, higher self, higher power, someone else's energy. All that is a lot on the body and actually on a person. So it could be overwhelming, but since I've been doing it so long, I've learned to hone myself in balance. So it takes time, a lot of patience and a lot of uh, meditation and experience and, you know, practice, practice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, I, I have always been under the impression that everyone has some sort of sensitivity. Is there... Does everyone have a psychic ability or is it just like people don't realize that they're sensitive to things and don't realize that it is a psychic ability? Well, I believe that some people are more highly sensitive than others. Um, You know, 
people ask, do you think, like you said, does everybody have the ability? I think that everybody has some ability. It could be something, but everybody's abilities are different. So you, I think it just depends on the person. Some people, it runs in the family, so it's stronger. I think okay. some people are born with a higher degree of ability and that's through their life. I think some people are, um, are born, but they have it, but they develop it later. And I think some people have no ability, but they develop some later. Um, I see this scenario, scenarios in different people. You definitely have something, but some are stronger. It's like when someone plays piano and they can listen to the song once and then they can play it without even looking at any sheet, music sheet. Yeah. Or listen to one note and then make a composition. They're, they're, they have an ability. Uh, you know, different people have different expressions and everybody's going to have an opinion. But I believe that everybody has something. They just have to figure out what it is. Right. They might not even realize it. So how can someone develop their abilities if they realize that they are sensitive or maybe have dreams about things or have intuition? Well, you know, there is a lot of spiritualism in around and you actually can do research and maybe get in a group to understand what's going on. You can look for a development group, which is available a lot, intuitive development groups. And you can go, if you find out what you are and you talk with other people, they could give you guidance and actually in other intuitive and healers will help people. So they are there to answer your questions. So that would be my recommendation. And there's meetup groups online that you could look up. So there are things out there to find. And I don't want you to get caught up in the sense that one person's opinion is better than the other because everybody has a different opinion and writes books differently. And one is not better than the other. It just depends on what you are attracted to more so. And, you know, there, I've learned that from not everything spooky out there in the supernatural world. And it's just a natural part of my life. And I don't know anything different than it. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. Finding what's right for you, whether it's a book or a class, it has to speak to you. And I think that's kind of the same with everything in your life. It needs to speak to you for you to embrace it. Exactly. And once you awaken it and figure out what it is and you develop it, it becomes natural in your life. And you can improve it by practice, practice, practice. And then once you practice a lot, Whatever it is, it will work for you. You just have to figure out what it is through experience. And that's like a human, I call like a human adventure. And that's what we're all, we are all on. Yeah. 
Um, I think this has been a great discussion. If some of our listeners have more questions or want to get some information about UNAS, how could they get a hold of you? Um, you could go to www.nancyturci.org or www.nancyturcy.com. So either one will get you to where you need to go. That's great. That's great. Well, Nancy, thanks for doing this interview with me today. It's been great. And I hope that you all will come back and listen to our podcast again on Out and Out Vibes. Nance? I'm here. All right. (laughs) Have a great day, everyone. We'll talk to you all soon. And thanks, everyone, for connecting by spirit. Have a good evening. Toodles. Bye.